Welcome back to the Better Men, Better Ball Player Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Cop. I want to thank you for joining us here on another episode, our 55th episode. And this episode is with special guest, another incredible assistant coach. I've had the pleasure of meeting the assistant coach, Tanner Vesley from Corona del Sol in Arizona. Coach Vesey is also a national, a USA Baseball national team coach. Both places he's been at since 2006. He started with Corona del Sol in 2006. Started with USA Baseball in 06. Since his time at Corona from 06, the past 15 years, they've won a state championship. They've been state runner-up. Um, and with USA Baseball, since 2006, they've won four gold medals, a silver, uh, was manager of the 2015 team, uh, was the U.S. Olympic Committee Developmental Coach of the Year in 2015. So Tanner Vesley uh, is incredible. He's a grower of the game. You'll hear it in the episode how he's all about helping his kids succeed in life, making sure that they're developing kids that when they get to the next step, they're prepared for that next step. Um, but you hear no ego. Very selfless, humble coach, wants to learn, and as he talked about it, walks the walk. Him and Coach Webb, uh, but Coach Vesley is a guy that walks the walk. He's an assistant coach, um, continues to help out a tremendous program at Corona. You know, is one of the leaders in the, in the in USA Baseball because it's got walks the walk. He's an absolute dude of a coach. Uh, again, COVID this year helping us cross our paths. Um, really fortunate to be able to, you know, text text Tanner and you know, be able to spend some time here this evening actually recording a conversation with him. Um, just really fortunate and blessed to be able to know such a, guy, a great guy. Guy continues to learn. Um, guy that just in it for the right reasons. And, um, you know, so... Uh, we get into some serious uh, topics all throughout. We kind of like we, we kind of circle through from the mental side of the uh, of the game. Um, his advice to not only assistant coaches, other assistant coaches, but also to head coaches, and and because um, you know he's 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 seen it and he, he's experienced a ton of it, seen it all throughout the country. Um, just even from a, a simple thing of the outfield, he he's, he's an outfield expert. He's um, been on nationwide podcasts, uh, talking outfield, uh, with dugout chatter and sheets. And so we talk about the pro step versus the crow st- for the, versus the crow hop, which are the traditional, um, step that people would take and what he teaches and what he believes, uh, just throws out an absolute gem. It's actually like I told her, like I said, it's at the price of admission. It's just our talk we had about that, but, um, you know, it gets into some, uh, some serious topics, but, um, this guy is incredible. Please, uh, great, follow him on Twitter at T-V-E-S underscore 23. You can email him out, uh, Tanner Vesley. Uh, you can email him at T-Vesley, V-E-S-E-L-Y, at TempeUnion.org. Uh, again, we'll share. We've had great conversations. Um, doesn't hold anything back, and, and uh, like I said, just willing to pay it forward. So just an incredible, incredible guy. Tanner, I can't thank you enough for this time, man. It was just super great to, again, talk to you once again. And um, I just know that people will enjoy this conversation. Uh, it's a great man, great guy, awesome coach. And I know that Webby's just extremely thankful to have such a great guy there with him. But uh, without further ado, just want to introduce and enjoy this great conversation that I get to have with assistant coach, Colonel Soul, and USA baseball coach, Tanner Vesley. <laughs> Again, we've been, we've been together a long time. We kind of right. know how each other's brains work. Um, you know, obviously great coach, uh, great dude to work for. There's, there's nobody better out there in the country to work for uh, than, than Dave Webb. Uh, that's why I've been there for so long. Right. Um, you know, uh, he's very, very big in, in the assistant coaches having vested interests. So he'll, he'll say, Hey, you know, what do we need to do this week guys? And, and we'll have input on that. Um, 
you know, it's a discussion that we'll have leading into the week, uh, each and every week. Um, but uh, definitely there will be times where he says, hey, you've you got 40 minutes, go go do with the outfielders what you need to do. And, uh, you know, again, he's got complete trust in his in his uh, assistance. And uh, again, he gets he gets tons of input and we all have vested interest. You know, we all feel a part of it, um, you know, each and every week, whether it's lineups or it's uh, it's practice planning. Mm. So. The ultimate team guy, man. Oh, he you is. Know? Yeah, yeah. Now, again, there's going to be times where he he wants our input, and and again, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's it's his name. He's writing on the card, you know. So he's got to make a decision. But uh, the fact that you know that he asks and uh, he values your input, and you know, sometimes you know he wants to know why, and and you know, as long as you can have some concrete uh, some concrete reasons on why you think you know this guy's better or this is the way we should go, you know he'll go with it. So mm-hmm. again, vested interest and, uh, you know, lets you be a part of it. So you said, you mentioned about like, that's a reason that you're, you're still with him, you know, to, cause he's such a good coach. He's given you that interest. Is that, is that something that you've kind of gone through the years? Like I'm sure like first year, was it just like that or how has it kind of matured? Uh, obviously, you know, first year is kind of a feeling out process. Um, you know, uh, just in how, you know, whether it's uh, philosophies on uh, on different things. The, the crazy thing is, is we're on such a same page as far as as hitting philosophies and, and uh, you know, defense pitching. Uh, it, it's crazy how similar we were just sitting down in a room and it was just easy conversations. Uh, so it didn't take us very long. But that that first year, definitely a feeling out process. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but from, from right away, it, it was, uh, you know, again, a couple of conversations that we had. And uh, from there, it was it was a go, um, you know, and, and you go do your thing. And and uh, it's been great. Again, I. I've had opportunities to go other places and, and be a head coach at other places, but I just I can't see. I can't see it being better than what, what I've got now, you know, for such a long time, I've got to coach with my best friends, work with my best friends. And, uh, and it's just, it's a great place to be. Yep. So like, man, I guess just getting into like some advice for like assistant coaches are like, wow, how have you, like when those decisions come, you, what do you really fall back on? Like when you're, when you're having, when you're sitting down with the decisions, cause I'm sure you've had multiple, like, is that what you always um, come back to is just like, just the friendships? Well, again, uh, you want to, with the amount of time that you're going to put in, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you're, you're taken away from your family and uh, you know, it's, it's not baseball that pays the bills. Um, right. So you, you want to be around guys that you enjoy being around. Um, you want, you want good company. Uh, again, our families hang out on the weekends. Um it's just, it, it's a great atmosphere. Uh, like I was talking about the kids earlier, we've got great kids. Um, so assistant coaches again, and you don't want to align yourself all the time with guys that are exactly like you yeah. um, because you learn and grow with people that are, you know, that are different than you. Uh, like we said, you know, having an idea and being able to back it up and sit down and talk through it. And, and, and that's how you grow. Um, but again, as far as assistant coaches get into a place where you're valued um, but you get an opportunity to, uh, to experience different, uh, different responsibilities, um, you know, and, uh, just, uh, you know, again, if, uh, if Dave Webb said, Hey, today you've got the game today, mm-hmm. all you like whatever, um, you know, having that opportunity and being able to do that. And, um, you know, just different experiences and, and getting to hear different things and, and, uh, different, different experiences, I guess. Rare to see such a great coach. When you get them, you know, they're great. You know, they've been around for a while and you can, you can hand the things over. And it's such an invaluable piece as a head coach, you know, to have somebody, a trusted member like yourself to do that, you know, and, um, I don't know. I think it's such a value. It's such a valuable role. And me and BMAT were talking about last week was like, I just don't know many good programs that have a guy like you, like 
15 plus years that you can hand them like the game and they're not successful program. Right. Like I don't know. I don't, I don't know any of, I've never met one. Yeah, that's it. And again, that's for, for the longest time, that's kind of been the joke out here in Arizona is, you know, Corona has, you know, Corona has uh, the, the one-on-one pitch and sweep or the one-on-one coach to player ratio. I mean, we've got, we've got an ABCA hall of famer, Stan Lukatich on our staff, you know, uh, at one point we had, um, I think at one point we had, I'm trying to do the math in my head really fast. I want to say we had like 14 gold medals, three silver medals and a bronze medal on staff, like internationally. Um, you know, it's just, again, it's, it's a special place. Um, you know, and, and we don't get the, you would, you know, you would think that with some of the resumes of, of, you know, like Dave Webb and, and, uh, you know, Ron Davini and Stan Lukatich, those guys, you would think with those, with those resumes that, you know, the big, huge recruits would just roll in and roll in. And we, we don't really get those guys, but we get, like I was saying, we love our guys. We got, we got guys that show up to work every single day. Uh, they play their butts off. Uh, they do everything that we ask. Uh, they're just, they're really, really enjoyable to be around. Um, you know, and it, it's fun every day. It's fun every day. Mm-hmm. You said so, Ron Davini. Oh yeah. The BCA guy. He's from, oh he's, yeah. He's part of the uh, National High School Association, right? Yes, sir. Coach Devo. Yeah. He, he sat with you guys? Coach Devo was the original coach at Corona del Sol High School. He did it for like 30, I don't know. He did it. He, him and Dave Webber were the only coaches ever in the history of Corona del Sol. Oh, wow. Opened, opened in 1977. Uh, Dave Webb took over in 06. So Davini was there the enti- that whole time. Uh, and, and then Divinity for, for quite a while, uh, he's been helping our freshman team. Um, last year was his last year with us, but, uh, you know, but he was, he was been around for forever. So again, it's just, it's another person to be able to bounce ideas off of and, and get information from and continue to grow as a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, like, I, like I said, there's just, there's not many play and you said it yourself. There's not many places that you can go. Uh, and get the experience uh, that I've had coaching at Corona. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, <clears throat> that I mean, that's that does, so I think this goes into like when you've. I remember like Coach Lashney would always talk about like one. I think one thing that stuck to me about like kids on my assistant is just trying to find a winner. You know, and you, like, you attach yourself to a winner, and you become a winner. Yeah. Well, we try. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we give it our best. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Oh man, it's such an incredible. Yeah, it's just a. Yeah, like you said. I mean, it's just what a great spot. Yeah, you work with Hall of Fame guys. But yeah, Rob. So I got to know. Well, not really know. He but he wouldn't right, know how right. he was. I uh, I spoke at the the BCA one year in Nashville, and. um you know, just got to meet Rob like that. And, and, uh, I think that a couple of times I put my membership in, uh, you'd read it to Rob. I think I want to say I wrote it to Rob. I don't know. I might address it to him one year or something like that. Yeah. But he's, he's, yeah. yeah. Gosh, you, know? you just got to like those kind of, I mean, like, here's a guy like running the association that's even part of your staff too. Like, I mean, geez, you pizza. Yeah. It's a great, great tradition for you guys. That's for sure, man. That's awesome. So like, so I, I thought about this and I don't know because we didn't text about this, but I was, I just, when I sent you the notes and I was thinking, yeah, we said best advice for assistant coaches, but what about advice is advice for head coaches, head coaches, yeah. uh, surround yourself with people. Uh, number one that, you know, that you can trust, uh, surround yourself with good people that, uh, that have, have your same beliefs, your same morals, your same foundation. Um, doesn't necessarily have to be the same uh, philosophies. Uh, again, I think that's kind of how we continue to grow and 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 learn uh, is when you can sit down in a room and have a conversation about something. Um, but but guys that you know that uh, that that have your back and and you're going to have their back and and again as much time as we spend together and away from our families, somebody that uh, that you get along with and and um, 
you know, uh, you want to go to battle with. Because hmm. uh, I was just thinking, you know, like 15 years being assistant. Co- well, yeah, well, just as a, just a Corona, um, let alone with your dad as well and your time with USA Baseball. I'm sure you've probably been on the sidelines and just heard other coaches, you know, with, with head coaches, maybe how they're dealing with assistant coaches, you know, and, and where you're like, man, like, probably shouldn't do that. You know, I'm glad I'm not there. Uh, again, uh, I've been very, very, very fortunate with, with where I'm at. But again, you, you know, you hear, uh, you hear about situations where, um, you know, coaching staffs are, are backstabbing each other or going behind each other's backs, or they're trying to get a leg up on someone else, or you know what I mean? And it's just, yeah. it's not healthy. It's a toxic relationship. It's a toxic atmosphere environment. Kids pick up on it really, really fast. Um, you know, it's, it's just not a good situation. Um, and I, I just, if everybody in the program is not pulling the rope in the same direction or have those, have those feet all, you know, both feet in the, in the circle, as coach Sharpie would say, uh, you know, you got to have both feet in and everyone has to have both feet in in order for you to accomplish your goals and, and do the things that you want to do and, and do things the right way. So, um, you know, gotta, you gotta have guys that you can trust and believe in and like coach Webb does uh, provide honest feedback. Again, you don't want assistant coaches that are going to be yes guys. If they don't, if they don't agree, they, you know, they speak up. Uh, and then again, it turns into a conversation uh, about, you know, options, but you don't want yes guys all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like guys. I said, all the time either. You can't have everybody arguing every time either. either. Cause I'm oh, sure yeah. like, you know, with, like you said, you and Weber, we said a conversation, we have the same kind of like, we're just so close as well. So you still got to have a guy like where you kind of, right. You know, at least on some, on some level are still on the same page. Absolutely. So here's a question. So it just got me thinking about like, you know, you talk, you talked about everybody pulling the same rope, everybody on the same page and, you know, kind of like be, be mad. And I, I talked to RJ about this a little bit about, about the relationship that assistant coaches had right now, like following be mad and RJ, are you kidding me? Like <laughs> those are two of the best dudes on the planet. Yep. And that's yeah. why you're right here, brother. You got that's this it. following you up. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was because, because I, I have a feeling that, that, you know, knowing coach Webb and his expectations and, you know, where, Coach Vesley will come in here with. Are you guys so similar that that do they still have a hard time even finding a relationship with you, or are you able to kind of fit in there and say, "Hey, here's what Coach Webb's talking to you about," and kind of have a different relationship to oh, help definitely. bring guys definitely. along? I think there's always a different relationship with players if you're the head coach, always. Yeah. Um, and so again, uh, I think. I think we can, again, Coach Webb is, is very, very good at what he does. He's very, very good at communicating and getting out in front of things. But sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes an assistant coach needs to come back right behind him and say, look at, um, you know, again, like on every staff, head coach says something, you know, assistant coach comes in behind and kind of reinforces or, or uh, you know, assistant coaches just have different relationships with players than the head coach. Um, it's, it's that way everywhere in the country. I think there, I don't think there's a spot where that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, so always a different relationship, always being able to, uh, you know, there's things that players will tell assistant coaches that they won't tell head coaches um, and vice versa. So, uh, you know, whether it's, whether they can come to me or coach Lukatich or, and that's what, that's what we preach to our kids is communication, communication, communication. We like to stay out in front of things. Um, you know, so if we're making lineup changes, we go to them in advance and we say, Hey, look at, this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. It's not going to be a shock if they walk up. Um, they're not going to walk up on game day and look at the lineup card and be like, hey, what the heck? You know what I mean? For somebody that's been playing four or five or six games in a row, they're, mm-hmm. they're going to know, you know, what we're doing, why we're doing it. And that's, that's one thing we're really, really big at on our staff is, is the why's you know, in anything that we do, whether we're talking hitting, we're talking 
mechanics or movements or um, you know foundation stuff. It's not just this is the way it is. It's this is what we're doing and this is why we're doing it. So there's mm -hmm. a, there's an understanding again because at some point those kids are going to leave us and they're going to go play somewhere else. That's the goal. Yeah. Um, and you know those guys are going to have to go somewhere. They're going to have to know their swing. They're going to have to know their foundation stuff and, and what makes them the player where, you know, the school or the team wanted them to come there. Um, and they need to be able to, we know how hard this game is, you know, and when you're in that stretch of three for 30 and you've got to get yourself back to you, you've got to understand your foundation and your, your, uh, your philosophy, I guess, to, on what makes you, you, um, so that you, you can get back to you as, as quickly as possible. And now that, that three for 30 ends, and now we can go, you know, 10 for the next 25 or whatever it is and get back on track and, and again, become the player that, that they brought you in to be. So. So it definitely sounds like you're able to have that just different relationship, you know, where, like you said, certain things that players just will not teach, will not talk to the head coach about, you know, or you can kind of offer that. And yeah, um, yeah. again, I, you know, coach Webb's way smarter than me. So he uses big fancy words sometimes too, that we both look at like players are lo looking at me and I'm looking at players like, so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll break it down. Um, and then, uh, you know, we can use it, we can use it into the, uh, the language that we understand. And I can, you know, coach Webb can say that we're doing this, 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 and this, and, you know, a player can look at me and I say, Hey, we're just doing this. And they're like, Oh, okay. And, you know, so again, um, it's just a, it's a, it, again, I think it's, I think it's everywhere you go, you know, whether you're talking about Butch Chaffin or you're talking about, you know, Jeremy Sheetinger or Adam Mosley or whoever else, I, I just think that that, uh, that, that relationship with the head coach is going to be different than with an assistant coach. Oh, sure. Sure. And they're just, fortunate to get so here's so i'm just thinking about the relationship piece of it like so and like you said so things that players say to you that they don't say the head coach how do you keep that trust with that player who came to you about that and then still honor your relationship with the head coach and how do you you know well, the, the i mean if it's a big situation something that's really affecting if it's affecting the program or it's affecting the team or the group or whatever, then obviously, I mean, that's, that's something that's got to be shared with the head coach, but you know, sometimes it's just something small or simple that uh, you know, Hey, I feel like I'm doing this, but maybe I'm, I'm not, what are you seeing that type of stuff? Yeah. Uh, you know, other times it's like, you know, these, <laughs> these kids these days have more stress put on them now than they've ever had on them probably mm -hmm. in, the, in the history of our you know, country or whatever. Um, you know, things are just different, you know, situations are different. Home life is different. Um, expectations at home are different. You know, we, we see it all the time where, uh, you know, parents are screaming from the stands or, you know, you know, what, it, just the pressure that we put on the kids to, to get that D one scholarship each and every week. Um, you know, in, instead of just going out and enjoying the game and enjoying the experience as long as it lasts and, mm -hmm. and, and that kind of stuff. So again, I don't, I don't know if I'm answering any of your questions, right. But We're having a great conversation, brother. <laughs> it's always so, great to talk to you T. We're going to earn your money tonight, brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Oh man. So I tell you what, the last, what you just talked to Bill about like guys getting back to like their zero, like going like over 30 for 30, going 10 for 20. You talk about the mental game. So basically you're talking right. about kind of keeping yourself right in the mental game. So um, what do you teach with the mental game? Like how do you incorporate that in the high school guys? Like, you know, I know that you said coach Webb can get like, how do you, you know, break it we down and make it simple for your guys. Again, just, just, you know, the lights just being turned on about the whole mental side of things. You yeah. know, I know there's been a couple of books that have been out for a really, really, really long time. But as far as as the the entire uh, the entire game now kind of grasping about how important the mental side of of 
of this thing is, is uh, we talk about it all the time. We talk mm-hmm. about it all the time. Um, approaches. Okay. And again, stepping into the box and you're not, you're not hoping to get a hit, you know, you're going to get a hit. It's uh, you know, whether <sighs> we, we talk about, you know, what's going through your mind as you step into the box and, and you step into that box, knowing that no matter what this guy throws, you're at, you're absolutely going to destroy it. There's no way that they're going to beat you. Um, you know, and at the end of the at bat, if they get you, or if, if you, you know, you ground out or whatever, you're running past the pitcher's mound saying you got so lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, next time I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm going to absolutely obliterate a ball. Uh, and there is no way you're going to get me out again. Uh, mm-hmm. It's again, it's all about the approach in the box. Uh, same thing on the bound, you know, I want the ball. Uh, and again, it, it's, whether it's, whether it's game time situations like that, or it's, I mean, it's even practice. We talk about real versus feel all the time. You know, what does it feel like I'm doing? If we're talking about path down to the ball or, or whatever it is, um, you know, it may feel like you're swinging down on the ball, almost like you're hacking it, you know, uh, Kristen Yelich in the cage, the, 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 uh, the setup that he worked with, with Barry Bonds or, you know, Freddie Freeman, um, Nelson Cruz, you talk to those guys, Chipper Jones, they talk about, I'm literally trying to swing down on the ball. Even Mike Trout says, you know, ball off the tee or, or flip or whatever. I'm actually trying to swing down on the baseball. It feels like I'm chopping it. Now, when all realist, all realistically aside, they're not really swinging down and, and chopping at it. It's actually a nice level flat swing that, you know, translates into a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, real versus feel is really, really big for us. Uh, but again, the, the mental side and the, the positive self-talk, again, this, this is the hardest game in the world to play. Uh, so the, self-pot, the, the, the positive self-talk is, is very, very big for us. It's something that we talk about all the time, each and every week. Um, you know, and, and having that approach uh, in practice and then taking it and letting it transfer into games where you step into the box and you just – you know you're you know you're going to get a hit. Okay, so guys that know they're going to get a hit, they'll step into the box, they'll hit 400. Guys that are hoping to get a hit, oh, I just I don't want to strike out, I don't want to I don't want to pop up, right? Uh, those are 200 hitters. So again, uh, positive self talk. Know that you're going to get a hit. Know that you're going to get you're going to get the job done when you step on the mound. Uh, know that you're going to get the job done when the ball comes to you, whether it's on the infield or on the outfield, uh, just knowing that you're, you're going to do what's asked of you when it is and having that belief is huge for players mm-hmm. and with as hard as our game is. Absolutely. So, you know, I know that you have your responsibilities with the outfielders and then when you come to hitting and you come to offense, is this something that you'll work, be able to work with your hitters, like, like on the side, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe some side work, are you working with them like one-on-one, maybe uh, different times? I know, you know, we all have our time limit and time constraints. So like, where do you find a high school kid, the best place to do that with them? Well, um, again, we're, we're really lucky. Uh, we have a, uh, we have a baseball class that is seventh hour. Okay. Um, so, you know, we can, we can be in the weight room with some of the guys and then send, send something, you know, today's middle infielder days where the, uh, the middle infield can go out and uh, can get 200 ground balls in and work double play feeds and work mm. communication and do things, or we can just go to the tunnel and, and it can be, you know, one-on-one or one-on-three sessions where, you know, maybe we're just working high T or maybe we're working something specifically with, with three guys that maybe are having, uh, you know, a, uh, a, a, uh, you know, an, an issue with something or we see something in a swing. So, you know, we we're able to split that up because I can be in the class teaching uh, and coach Lukatich can be out at the field or coach Webb, you know, cause he's got prep can be out there and, and uh, take advantage of that, that time slot to work with, uh, with work with players uh, in small groups or individually um, in practice, again, because we have such a, a large staff, you know, you can have the coach throwing BP, you can have the coach, uh, you know, Coach Webb can be standing on the cage talking to hitters. We can have a fungo guy, and then we can have a coach down the line. Mm-hmm. You know, 
whenever you send high school kids down the line to the tunnel, mm-hmm. you, know, you know how that goes. You know how mm-hmm. that goes. It's, I'm going to hit the top of the cage and I'm going to, you know, I'm just. Just watch, into, wait, for, wait for the coach to see what he's looking at right, me. Right, right. You know, it turns into, to, it turns into grab ass, right? So yeah. uh, fortunately, we, we get to have a, kid, a coach down there all the time working with hitters, um, you know, and, and we can rotate. Again, with the guys that we have on our staff, we can rotate that all the time. So Coach Lukatich may be down there one day. I may be down there one day. Um, you know, so it again, really, really lucky with uh, with our situation, but uh, but definitely able to to break it down on into it to get that time with individual or small groups as well, just because of our how our situation works. Yeah, with the period and that you have the baseball period yep. there. Yeah. So and you guys, so you know, you know, on top of the great staff you have, you have three people on staff that actually work in the building too. Oh, um, so we have, um, we have six coaches on varsity. Five of them are on 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 site on at school. Well, that's a, that's even another game changer. Which is humongous, humongous. Our pitching coaches on campus, um, our, uh, and then our other two assistants are on campus as well um you know in 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 other aspects or other areas of campus uh for a long time our our head jv coach was on campus our head freshman coach was on campus like we we just we've been very very lucky in that situation mm-hmm. so uh and we've got them spread out in all different areas you know we we had them in science and foreign language and pe and history and so you know those kids didn't make it very long throughout the day without having right. having somebody uh yeah, or at least having our our eyes on them in the hallways Um, it, it really made it, it makes it, uh, it's a great situation again. You know, it's, it's what makes it so hard to leave, you know? Yeah, for sure. No, man, it's a great, it is a great, and I know Webby's high standards of kids and things like that. So it's no wonder, you know, you got guys, you're, they're always on their great point average be better. They got to pay attention. They're going to even do better in school. You know, know, we get, we get to have our thumb on them all the time for real. Very, 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 very blessed with the kids that we've had on our campus and, and in our program. Uh, you know, we, we, we've said it, we'd rather, you know, lose with winners than win with losers, mm. uh, grades, grades for us are, you're there to go to school. You're go to there. Just, you're there to go to school. That's first priority. Um, you know, every high school has that, that line where, you know, if you have an F you can't play Well, at Corona. If you have a D, if you have a D in a class, you cannot play in a game until that is fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just, again, you're there, to, you're there to go to school. Um, that's first priority. Uh, and we just, again, you're going to be a good person. Uh, we're, we're very, very big about getting out into the community, uh, and doing uh, community service stuff. We do uh, feed my starving children, which boxes food up and sends it uh, over overseas to countries that are starving. Um, Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve, <clears throat> we head down to, uh, St. Vincent de Paul and feed the homeless, uh, you know, and again, you know, sometimes, but the, the, the amount of kids that show up for these events, it's, it's, it's huge. You know, we'll have, we'll have the entire program and parents and everything show up. It's not like just, you know, eight to 10 or 12 kids. It's, it's the entire program that shows up and, and uh, you know, we do the miracle league where we go out and, and, and play wiffle ball with, um, with special needs kids. And it, we, the kids have a blast. Uh, they're like, coach, when can we do that again? So we try and do that a couple of times a year. We just, again, it's about building young men to be better husbands, better fathers, uh, brothers, you know, all of it. And, uh, you know, we want them to enjoy the experience while they're here, but, but again, uh, we get to use baseball and we get to use, uh, other things to teach them about life and, and what it should be and what it should look like. Uh, you know, you've, you've talked about coach Webb and his high standards. You know, we, we preach what we, or we live what we preach, I guess, you know, we talk about being good people uh, and walking the walk and being selfless and being uh, uncommon. You know, those are, those are big words in our program, selfless and uncommon thinking of others, putting others first, um, you know, and, and doing what you can to help others. And, and that's just, a, that's a big belief for us. And that's, you know, mm. so. And like you said, 
and it's a it's a shame. I, I know it's not a shame, but it's just it's just pretty surprising why you don't get the big recruits that you're saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll just well, I'll, I'll get like I'm like, can we just I'll just send my son across the country? You just have you know, I'll just put up in your house for a while. <laughs> uh, again, you know, it, it's not for everybody. That's it's right. Really not. That's right. Really you can't be everybody. everything for everybody. You're right. Right. It's 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 not for everybody. Um, again, that's why we we enjoy our kids so much. Um, you know, you're you're going to do things right uh, in the classroom, in the hallways, in the community, on the field. Um, you know, we're we're, we're going to do things the right way. And and uh, again, like that, that's that's the standard. That is a standard we will not budge on ever doesn't matter how good you are um you know but again like we said it's it's not for everybody and that's okay that's mm-hmm. okay you know um we want the guys that uh, that want to be there and um you know we're gonna go to battle with we, with what we got we we love our guys each and every year mm-hmm. so so being an assistant coach all right looking at this and kind of things like are these all of these the, you know, the kind of community service and kind of building better men is either, is either, is either uh, again, is this something else that both you and Webby were both on the same page about, or is it something that you maybe brought to the forefront or you, he kind of brought you um, to? It's uh, I can tell you the Saint the Saint uh, Vincent de Paul was something that coach Lukatic brought with him. Um, when he came over from desert Vista, um, it was something that he did while he was over there, you know, um, in his hall of fame career. Um, but it was something that, that he brought to coach Webb and said, look at, this is something that we did. And, and absolutely. I mean, it was, it was like no hesitation. It was absolutely, we are doing that. That's, that's great. Um, again, it's not something that we ever force the kids to do or make the kids do. We just say, Hey guys, this is what we are doing. Um, we know it's Christmas Eve, so enjoy your families, whatever, but this is where we're at. And again, we show up the next morning and, and everybody's there. Um, mm-hmm. again, there's, there's no pressure to be there or whatever. It's just, it's, it's something that they want to do. Um, um, as far as the other stuff, again, no, we're just, we're, we're one, we're one unit. We're one package We're we, you know, as a staff, we're all, we're all in together. Um, you know, that's, again, that's what makes it such a great place to be. Yeah, true. Uh, for sure. The, um, Cause I'm, I'm just thinking like, I'm an assistant coach at my right. school. These are things that I believe in or like this, I think that this can help us. How would you approach that situation? Like coach, like how would you approach it to your head coach? Um, sit down, sit down, have a chat. Uh, again, communication is, is, uh, is humongous. Um, sit down and say, look at, I, I, I think this is, this would be really beneficial for our boys. Um, it will help the community. Um, you know, again, Corona is a, is a community. Um, when you're talking income wise, it's, it's a comfortable place. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we go down to to St. Vincent to Paul and, and you turn the street, you turn the corner and, you know, you see, you see the situations that's, that some other people are in Mm -hmm. very, very, very humbling. Um, and, and it opens their eyes to, get get outside their little bubble right but there's there's more to there's more than just you know tempe arizona and there's more there's more out there in the world and there's more issues going on than than uh you know their iphone keeps dying and and they need a new <laughs> phone or or things like that that it really opens their eyes and and gives them perspective um in how lucky they are to be where they are and and how blessed they are um to be in the situation and have the opportunities that they have uh, so it's, it's, again, it's a, it's a conversation that, that you sit down, you have with your coach and, and just say, look, it, I think this would be really, really great for, for our boys, for our program, um, for the community. Again, it's, it's, a, it's about be it's about building better people. Um, and at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's not, it's not about wins and losses. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, <sighs> Being an assistant coach, I'd, I'd say one other thing to, to, to get yourself a group of coaches, uh, whether it's in your community or around the country, 
and uh, I, I'm very, very fortunate to be a part of a group that we can bounce ideas off of. We can talk trash to each other. We can, you know, um, you know, talking with Adam Mosley from Hoover High today. They just, you know, you 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 think you're going a direction, and you know, again, it he dropped a bombshell on us today, just a reality bomb today that, you know, it's just, it's not always about wins and losses. And sometimes there's other things going on and, and uh, life is going on for the players and, you know, they have lives outside of that fence too. And, and uh, you know, it, it just, it just brings you back. So to, 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 to have a group uh, that you can bounce ideas off or get things from, or just sit and learn from, or, you know, just sit and talk to, and they're, they're there to listen to you, or you're there to listen to them. It's just, it's so invaluable. Um, and that's one thing I would tell every assistant or every head coach to do is to go out and find a group of guys that you can do that with. Um, and again, just, just one more reason why I'm this, <laughs> this game is, you know, again, coming from a small town, in Arizona, I never would have thought I've gotten to go to the places I've gotten to go and see the things. And it's, it's all through baseball. Mm -hmm. and the baseball community is so small. It's crazy. Uh, and you just, you just never know, you know, one simple conversation, you know, the next thing, you know, you're moving States or you're moving somewhere or, you know, a job opens up and you get a phone call and it's, it's just, it's crazy how small the world is uh in this baseball community and i personally i think it's like no other community in any other sport um i think the baseball community is so much more willing to share ideas and share knowledge uh and share you know chuck box will share with anybody on the planet that just asks Incredible. right that guy yes. that guy's that guy's hall of fame in every book in america right mm -hmm. uh, but I just, I think our game is willing to share where, you know, other sports aren't maybe willing to share as much because at the end of the day, you know, we spend time away from our families uh, and maybe our families are mad at us or our kids are mad at us. Our wives are mad at us. If we don't have each other, you know, our players are mad at us, whether we're playing or not, or whether they're playing or not, like who else do we really have? You know what I mean? Right. We've got each other. Uh, and I just think the baseball community is closer than, than maybe other communities that, that are willing to share and, and do those things. I totally agree. I <laughs> agree. You right? said it. You said it. You, right. You, you, I mean, I've, I've said it's been said many times, but you said it. You know, well. you said it. Really whether, well. Again, whether it's you have a small group of buddies that you, you get to bounce ideas off of, or you have these small conventions in the middle of nowhere that nobody knows about and have fun and mm -hmm. talk baseball and hang out with a bunch of guys that you've never met before from all over the country. Like it doesn't get better than that. It really doesn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was that was uh, incredible. It doesn't. I love how you put that too. Like, look, all these other people are mad at us. Kids <laughs> are mad at us, like real way. Students mad at us. Mad at us. Students are mad at us getting bagged. Players are we're holding them. Players are not playing. He's mad at us. Right. Who we else? We group, you need a group of guys. We can just say, man. You need your guys. You got to stick together. And again, we all have coaches, whether it's in our league or in our community or whatever that you just don't see eye with, but yeah, you know, again, you got to have that group of dudes. Mm -hmm. Very, very blessed to have my group of dudes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's great. I love, I love, and I love where that's going. And I honestly think like I was just talking to somebody else, uh, coach, um, that that's one thing that I believe that, this COVID has, and this pandemic, like it, it, uh, it, it, it grew that like it, because like, 100%. you know, like we're sitting here with a zoom call, like what even thought about that before the pandemic, you know, like all of these things kind of helped and now, Hey, let's get these group together. And this can be right. easily go like, I, I don't know how the, how your group was before COVID, but did it like, did, just, did COVID increase it or did it could like make it more intimate? You know what I mean? hundred uh, percent. It opened doors to opportunities that I would never have gotten to have had I not had my group. I mean, having a Zoom call with uh, um, with Coach Thompson, uh, with, you know, I'm talking with coaches from from Clemson. I'm talking with coaches from, uh, you know, Fullerton and, uh, you know, just all over the country that I've never would have had the, the ability, the time, uh, you know, the resources to do. I just I. 
the one positive thing from COVID, and again, uh, you know, we COVID took a lot of things away for a lot of people. Um, the one positive is that I think it allowed us as coaches to kind of sit back and really, uh, really look at what we feel is important as far as skill-wise or to maybe re-educate ourselves in certain areas because we had time to do it. Um, you know, and again, you, we had the, the ability to, to listen to speakers and to get into touch with people with, you know, through zoom, um, and just learn, you know, whether you grabbed one thing and, and again, you know, coach sheet, uh, sheets did the, uh, the thing in last spring with, um, you know, the, the stick and ball with the dugout chatter thing. And like every Tuesday night where you had, you know, tons of people on. And even if you just got to grab that one thing mm. uh, each and every week and just add it to your, to your fine, to your binder, but you got to sit down and really evaluate what you were teaching. Um, could you get better at it? And it, it really, really gave you the ability to learn um, about maybe areas that you felt like you, you struggled in. Um, that's one thing coach Lopez, university of Arizona, Andy Lopez, uh, awesome human being, awesome coach. That was one thing he, he taught me when I was super, super young as a coach, just, you know, right out of being done playing. He, he said, he said, Tanner, every year I take something, one part of the game, one skill in the game. And he says, I pretend like I knew nothing about it and I'll go and research, you know, whether it's base running or whatever. And he said, I will, I'll pour everything into that to make sure that we're doing everything the right way, the most efficient way. Um, but he'll take one, one skill or one thing each and every year and dive in and just, uh, see if he can get better at that one thing. And I, you know, that, that stuck with me again, with his resume and what he's done in the game, you know, mm -hmm. if it's good enough for him. It's definitely good enough for me. Amen. Amen. I go with you there, buddy. Yeah. That, I just, I, I, just the thought that come in my mind about that, about, cause especially you like, and you see this in teachers too. Like they get very driven in their, in their content, their specific content, you know, like you're outfieldering, you know, you're being asked all over the country about your outfield stuff. How are you able to keep yourself like looking at all those different aspects, you know, are you, are you still looking at, Hey, Hey, maybe what at the infield or blow out? I know you're, I know right. you're big in, in the bunting or like, but how do you, how do you try to keep yourself well grasped on different areas of the game? That's, that's big too. Um, you know, when it first started um, and I was doing all outfield stuff, outfield stuff, outfits, and you're right. Like you get yeah. away from the infield, you don't get to see what they're doing. Um, you know, you don't get to see some of the new stuff that they're doing or the new vocabulary or the, you know, just the new ideas. And it's, it's the whole kind of, you know, you don't use it, you lose it type of thing. Yeah. So I got to the point and you're a hundred percent right where I felt like, Oh my God, like if I was to go somewhere else and, and take a job, like, could I teach infielders? Right. And so I didn't, I never wanted that feeling again. So again, it's, it's always, I try to try to get myself, um, you know, in the situations or around it as much as I can. I, I mean, just because I do outfield stuff, it doesn't mean that I don't uh, research infield stuff. Yeah. Again, a lot of stuff translates from the infield to the outfield. Um, a lot of stuff, you know, it happens each and every year where, you know, the outfield coach or whatever, um, you're handed two or three infielders that says, Hey, we got to make these guys outfielders mm -hmm. and you got to be able to relate to those guys and, and the footwork of an infielder versus the footwork of an outfielder, um, you know, and you got to be able to relate to those guys. So, so knowing the, their vocabulary and their sequences and their, their movements and their, that, that kind of stuff, their patterns uh, just helps me in the transition. If, if uh, somebody's moving to the outfield or again, you know, some situation comes up where now, uh, you know, now I'm talking to infielders and I need to, to be yeah. able to, to talk. Well, life like that's in a, in a high school job, a high school coach's job, life happens to, you know, high right. school, high school coaches and you right. might get thrown to a, yeah, you have to run the show today. Somebody, yep. you know, somebody's hurt or whatever, you know, life, ha life happens. So right. that's why I was just, you know, you know, when do you stay sharp and things like that? But yeah, life oh. happens and you might have to be thrown into somewhere else. Right. And again, I don't, 
I think, I think again, with, with, with baseball, you're a baseball coach. Like you're not, it's not so specific. It's not, you're a catcher's coach. You're, you know, in football, they really have that. They have, you're the offensive line coach. You're the linebackers coach. And that's, that's all you really look at and worry about. Um, baseball coaches are baseball coaches. You know what I mean? Like they see the whole game. They see, um, they see it all. They're around it all. Like, and again, I, I think that's what makes, you know, our games special. Mm -hmm. It's not that one focus. It's, it's the whole picture and, uh, and, um, the getting to see the whole game. Um, you know, obviously if for me, like you start talking high, high, high end pitching stuff, like for me, you're speaking another language. Like (laughs) that's where it's just like, yeah, throw it over the white thing. You know That's what I like mean? when when Moe's gets going, like holy oh moly! When Moe starts talking, like I try to be a sponge. I try to, and it's just it. Again, he is unbelievable at what he does. Um, you know, I could listen to Sherm talk hitting all day as far as you know what he does and and how he does it and has his guys ready. Um, but again, like that's just. But you're you're right. Moe's Moe's is on another planet. But for for me, that's probably my weakest area that I, you know, that I I just that that's the one area for me that's really hard to 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 have time and dive in because again, I'm throwing pen or you know, I'm throwing BP or whatever, and they're talking one-on-one in the bullpen. Right. You know, but but again, our pitching coach is really, really good about communicating with us and in what we're trying to do and and who needs to do what and that kind of stuff. So, um, mm. you know, again, I, again, we're baseball coaches. We, we, we do it all. <laughs> yeah. Well, you love the game too. When you, it's baseball, you right. love the game and you're interested in, and you also can also, I think that good coaches understand other good coaches. Like, you know, you just recognize talent and you want to learn from those guys, you know, like it's just Absolutely. You know, what it comes down to, but yeah, it's, it's so hard because you want to do your job really well. You know, and I know you want to be the best in the in the country doing it, but then I'm sure that helps. But then, it, like you said, it doesn't. Ha- it, you ha- you want to be able to have in the back of your mind, hey, if something would happen, I like I got to be able to teach this too, right? Um, but right. I definitely like how you say because most of the time that happens, especially coming high school, those guys coming into high school are mostly been infielders for the most part, and a lot of them right. are just going to become now become outfielders because of whatever circumstances and like you said i think that was really smart you should have if you can incorporate the same kind of language whether it might be receiving it uh right you know the different vocabulary i think that's really smart and it'll help trans transfer you know what what they what they know that's good fingers crossed fingers crossed right good yeah that's good that's good man that's a that's a that's the price of admission right there man (laughs) (laughs) No, that was super good. So that's got me. So thinking about thinking about uh, thinking about um, what you would teach it after because I think we had this conversation, and I want to see what you're where you are now with it about the pro step versus your crow hop. Okay. Okay. And um, where are you at on it? Again, I um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the same thing that we talked about back in uh, back in December. Okay. I am going to I am going to teach the kids both uh, so that they are very, very comfortable in either one. They're very familiar with either one. Mm-hmm. Um, personal preference for me with high school kids is the old traditional. And I'll tell you why. Uh, the talk of it being faster uh, and less steps and whatever, I, I, I think sometimes we're jeopardizing accuracy of throws. Um, I think sometimes we are jeopardizing. I've, I've watched kids that they do the pro step and they charge a ball and charge a ball and they come full speed and they get right up to the ball and they come to a complete stop mm-hmm. to get their feet right. So they don't overrun it because they, they feel the ball too deep mm-hmm. uh, in the pro step. It's not, it's not out there with the, with the, uh, with the foot. Um, they overrun the ball or it now kicks off a glove and kicks away. I've just at the high school level, I've seen more kids fumble balls or a ball kick off a glove or overrun or come to a complete stop and kill all momentum 
because they want to do the pro step where again, we've, and again, I'm going to tell you, I, I teach both and I let the kids decide what are you most comfortable doing? Okay. But you got to be really, really efficient at it. I've just found that again, in the high school game, it's not plays don't really, really come down to the timing that it might in the big leagues or at the college level. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it comes down to is was my throw on target. Yeah. It's, the execution, just the right. execution of it. Sure. Never that, it's never that my throw was late because I took too long or whatever. It's usually because my throw is off right or left or I short hopped the throw. Yeah. Very solid point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So again, I'm not saying that the pro step is bad. Um, I'm just telling you like at the high school level, that's what I, that's what I tend to see the most. Um, I can tell you again, I teach, I teach both, but I'll tell you like 95% of my players over the last 10 years have been the traditional. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll show them two or three different ways to do the traditional. But again, it, for them, it's, it's the most comfortable. They're the most accurate. They're most efficient. Okay. Cause again, take the situation again, where you bring an infielder to the outfield. Yeah. Right now, how has an infielder been taught? his entire life to feel the slow roller and get it out in one, in one step, right. Fielding it on that, on that glove side foot up in front gloves on the inside, right. Take the one step, get it out. But now we'd move them to the outfield and we're asking them to, Hey, gloves, glove foot is actually going to be back. And you're changing the footwork completely. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely. absolutely. Uh, and it just, Again, I found with the infielders, the transition has been easier. And I can tell you every year for the 15 years, Coach Webb has grabbed one or two or three guys and said, we need these guys' bats in the lineup. Yep. Go teach them to play outfield. And and again, at the high school level, I don't think it comes down to bang, bang because our our throw is late. I think it's because it's off target because sometimes our arm doesn't get caught up or – Again, now the ball kicks off. Uh, I just, I think we've been more, at least at Corona, we've been more efficient with the traditional step. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm going to teach them both. I want them to have every tool in the tool belt. Um, and then again, they're going to decide what tools they use. Uh, I also feel that if you teach them both, you know, now you get into a do or die situation. Uh, they've got to come get the ball and they're not worried about what position their feet are in they're just literally running up to get the ball and however they feel that they've been in that position before they know where their feet are and they know what they have to do to get the ball in the air and get it to where it needs to go mm-hmm. that's smart and then again yeah, because the ball is going di- to then the ball can dictate even what kind of step you're right. going to take right the play's going right. to dictate it which just like a, like an infer does too the ball typically is going to dictate if I'm, or i'm going to pick and choose right. where the hops are or, or, and Absolutely. Absolutely. Smart. Ball tells you everything. Speed of ball. Speed I of mean, ball. Everything. Yeah. Speed of ball. Yeah. You know, yep. I was, that was the same. I was wondering if you were still in the same, same school. Yep. That was the same. Same. I, I, I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. I, I just, I think even for the developmental purpose, like you said, the goal is to, you're going to play college baseball beyond here. You're going to play somewhere else. Do you have these skills that can be taught, you know? Um, right. You know, absolutely. Again, you know, they're, not, like, they're not going to get to a campus where it's the first time they're, they've ever done it. Right. It's not a first time that they've ever heard it or experiencing it. It's, it's something that they've done before. And so now if they're outfield coach, uh, that's what they want them to do 100% of the time. They've done it before. Uh, the foundation is there. Um, and they can, they, can, they can transfer that or transform that into what they need to do to, uh, to play for their next coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But again, the tools in the tool belt, they have the tools then. And uh, again, you know, I can, I can bang a hammer with the, the end of a drill, but you know what I mean? Like just using the right tool at the right time and making sure it's the most efficient tool. Um, so. Mm. Nah, that's, that's great, man. Love that. Love that answer. Love that approach. Uh, and talk about just ownership of guys, man. But I, I couldn't re- agree too about the execution of things because I think so much you you we would make decisions in high school to maybe push an envelope because like, look, 
like let's think of a dirt ball read in high school. Right. Like you're, the guy's got to pick it up and throw it, like making it like it's not about him. It's about him just being able to make the play. Not necessarily right. the speed of it. It's like to put the ball in the bag, block, actually block it, keep it close. Got to block you know? it, keep it close, jump up, grab it, throw it, throw a perfect throw, and the other guy's got to catch it and tag right. you. And right. Be aggressive. Go. Right. So it's right. the same kind of like what you're saying about even with the with 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 a with a pro hop and the pro step, just it's about the execution of it, you know, to be able to throw it on the bag. Can you get it there? Right. If the ball is going to beat them, you know, you're out. You know, like, and you tip your hat. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's nothing worse than having a guy thrown out by 10 feet. You know, you've, you're throwing a, a ball home and now you've either short hopped the catcher and it gets, and he can't catch it or it comes away and it gets by, or now we've airmailed the catcher. You know what I mean? Like, and it happens yeah. all the time. You see it at the high school level where guys are dead to rights. And then the throw, or we don't get on top of the throw now. And now the ball tails on you. And you know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. snowfall. The snowball fight begins, you know? Right. So um, again, it's about being efficient and getting the ball where it needs to go. Uh, and just again, being efficient and uh, accurate and, and uh, getting the ball where it needs to go, get the ball up in the air and nobody can outrun a baseball. Right. Mm. Usain Bolt can't outrun a baseball. <laughs> get the ball in the air and uh, good things happen. Well, dude, this has been great. Um, anything else, advice, anything else that you feel that with the, the baseball world needs to know right now? Anybody else um, um, before we get rolling? Learn, learn as much as you can. Learn each and every day. Surround yourself with, uh, with individuals that are going to make you better. Um, don't settle. Get that one percent better each and every day. Uh, but again, have a, have a group of guys that uh, that you enjoy being around, but challenge you as a person, as a man, as a coach, uh, as a husband, a father, um, and better yourself each and every day. Um, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, can't. So Tanner, anybody else want to talk more about the pro step or anything else that you guys might do? Um, being the best assistant coach, um, what's the best way to reach out to you, buddy? You can reach out on Twitter, direct message me. Um, I do my best to get back to you. It's at, at T Vess, V as in Victor, E-S underscore 23. That's on Twitter. Uh, email me, uh, T Vesley, V as in Victor, E-S-E-L-Y at Tempe, like Tempe, Arizona, um, tempeunion.org. Um, again, always willing to, uh, to help out and share. And, uh, again, I just, I feel like, uh, there's been numerous, numerous people that I, that I could thank and, and, um, that have helped me get to where I'm at and, and what I've known and, and that kind of stuff. So, uh, I'd love to share and, uh, do that for someone else and, and kind of, uh, pay it forward. Uh, someone did it for me. So I, I, again, I would love to do it for, for others as well. Coach Tanner Vesley from Corona del Sol, Arizona and USA baseball. Just can't thank him enough uh, for the great content covering a wide variety of topics and just making me better. And um, if you're still I was sticking with us, I'm sure it made you a little bit better. And that's just like what Coach was saying earlier, just getting a little bit better each day, and that's what we're trying to do here today. And I uh, really appreciate you, Coach Vesley, for taking that time and helping us out and get better today. Um, just really loved uh, what I heard there right there at the end about the pro steppers, the crow hop, um, just giving the guys the tools and allowing them, allowing the speed of the ball to dictate which one they would rather do. I also feel like the game's going to show, like, you know, how they perform it. It's going to give them, say, hey, process that work for me. I need to go the traditional route. I need to go with the crow hop. Um, love that. You know, I just love the the way that making their decisions based on the relationships, based on, you know, the the environment that he's in, knowing, looking at what's around you, um, where it's at because, you know, 
He's making the best out of it. He's getting incredible opportunities. Just continuing to be the best coach that he can be, no matter what position. And he's being the best where his feet are. I think it's a great, a great lesson of any coach to be the best where your feet are, to be great where your feet are. And uh, Tanner's definitely doing that. And, uh, man, I just, I just can't thank him enough, uh, Coach Vesley, for taking some time here. Appreciate you coming on. And, um, again, anybody wants to reach out to him, you can reach out to him at TVES underscore 23 on Twitter or email him at tvesley, that's V-E-S-E-L-Y, at tempeunion.org. Always willing to share. You heard it there right at the end. People will share with him, and he wants to continue to pay it forward. So, phenomenal coach. And can't can't recommend him enough. And just really um, appreciate Tom Tanner and just really thankful for the opportunity for our past have crossed this year. So, looking forward to the next conversation, my man. So, um, continue to share the podcast. Continue to let me know. Give me any feedback. Reach out to me, anybody you think that is the type, this type of guy, right? Tanner Vesley was the type of guy that this, this show is about, you know, where we're learning, we're trying to get better. And at the end of the day, we know these kids, people are going to be people longer than they are baseball players, and we're trying to help them out with that. And I love guys that walk it, just like Coach Vesley. And many, many, and all the other guests before him, you know, about people that walk it. So continue to walk it, continue to make yourself better. Until next week, keep getting better.